Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This week's episode of the Guitar Nerds podcast is brought to you by Gun Street Wiring, a micro-instrument electronics company obsessed with overall quality. That's right, they're a new approach to the guitar wiring market. Because, of course, when it comes to music, there is endless variety. But when it comes to your instruments, wiring your manufacturer generally gives you one type. However, Gun Street Wiring put forth a shiny alternative by creating a massive range of different wiring harnesses suitable for every single musical style. They have a a beautiful website where you can navigate around selecting your instrument shape, then choosing between 50s modern and hybrid wiring harnesses. And within that, every single different type of harness you can possibly imagine. It's an affordable mod, and if you go with Gun Street Wiring, it's a mod you simply won't regret. Check them out, gunstreetwiringshop.com. It's Guitar Nerds Gear of the Year! Hello and welcome to the Guitar Nerds Gear of the Year Awards 2018. I am your host, Mark Packham, joined today, this morning, by Matt Knight. Hello. Jay Cross. Hello, that's my name. And Joe Branton. Hello. We are here gathered once again uh, in a a yearly spectacle of gear where we pick uh, through long negotiations, I would say, from a list of nominees, the top five bits of gear um, across that have been released this year. How many times have we done this now? Is this the fifth time? The first one's 2013, so yeah, this is the fifth one. Wow. Crazy. Wow. Yeah, crazy. And actually the first time we've all sat in a room together... Probably for about a year. year. Yeah. <laughs> for about a year. So um, what we're going to do is five days, if you're new to the process, five days of deliberations where we pick um, different categories each day and we talk about the things that have been released this year. We work out what the top five things in that category are and then the top two from each category then go through to the final, uh, which will be released on Friday. Um, so like, I'm just going to run down the categories quickly and the days in which we're doing them. So first up, episode one today, uh, we're doing Best Guitar 2018. Uh, uh, tomorrow will be best stomp. This is a new category, two new categories, in fact. Best stomp box and best multi effect 2018. And I think it's important. We deliberated over the language of this a little bit. Um, and I think it's important that people realize that stomp box sometimes has negative 
uh, like negative connotations to it. And same with multi effects, but we're just trying to use like it's a broad church. Yeah, totally. Just, you know, totally. Stompbox is single effects. Single effects. Multi effects yeah. is things that encompass you know ant modeling and different you know multiple multiple effects. effects. Exactly. <laughs> sure. Sure. So um, Wednesday we've got best amp and best other things. So that's our kind of like accessories slash we didn't know where to put this category. Um, Thursday we've got best bass thing, listeners' choice, and 2018 best product of 2017. Uh, where we look back on last year's gear of the year and uh, kind of give a verdict on how things have held up. And then big final on Friday. So, yeah, that's where the real, the meat of the discussion actually happens. Is that where we fall out and then we don't talk to each other yeah. or sit in the same room for an entire year? Yeah, that's why yeah, <laughs> the vibe gets so bad. That that's when it to... inevitably comes down to a boss and a Fender product. Sure. And <laughs> me and Mark have to choose who we like best out of yeah. Matt and Actually, Jay. it usually comes Mommy down to me and Joe versus, or me and Mark versus... Jay and Joe, is that yeah, the last, that's, last yeah. couple of years? No, the two no, no, no. Very rarely are me and Joe. Yeah, very think, rarely are Joe and I. I on the think same it's side. normally it's normally you and I versus versus yeah, Mark yeah, and Jay. Right. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't last year because you were arguing for a bloody wristwatch metronome. I'm to go still through. telling you. Oh, those I saw someone. Metronome. Um, I saw someone wearing one. Yeah, the other day. were they wearing them Which on their the wrist tube. or across their chest? Because you could wear it across your chest. Oh, no, it was a wrist one. And this is another thing that I think we need to bring up. And I'm looking at you, Joe Branton. We need. We can't go down the route of tactical voting because you did this last year. There was I can't remember what it was. I think it was in the effects section. You were you were like, right, the two things I want to go through are the Helix and the Canyon. And I know that everyone else is gonna vote for the Helix, so I'm gonna vote for the Canyon. And then nobody went for the Helix because we all preferred the Canyon and then the, the Helix didn't get through. And that is your fault. Yeah. So I think we need to make sure that there's no tactical voting. See, right. we talked about this earlier, and I think the tactical voting should stay because <laughs> this isn't really a podcast about the best gear of 2018. This is the best. It's a podcast about us having an argument this for is, over five yeah. days. This is a podcast about whether or not I can get a metronome wristwatch. Exactly. Through to the final. <laughs> and and not, not one of the best multi-effects pedals released in the last 10 years. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that's very much the vibe. So we're kicking off today with best guitar category. Um, what I'm going to do, I think the format for every day should be, I'm going to read everything that's in the list. Um, I should uh, preface this by saying, basically what we've done is gone through all of the press releases we've had, uh, everything that's been submitted specifically for Gear of the Year, I went back through and looked at like Premier Guitar and Music Radar and looked at everything, and then I kind of picked the things I thought we could talk about. Obviously, this is not going to be every guitar release in 2018. That would be impossible. Um, There's also a lot of stuff that we just didn't like. That, so. Well, sure, we've, we also don't talk about stuff that we didn't like straight. That's That didn't even make this list. Um, but it's also, yeah, things that we could not possibly talk about um, from manufacturers we've never heard of obviously don't make the list. So if your favourite thing of the year isn't on the nominees list... It's Mark's fault. It's probably not that we <laughs> think it's... It's Mark's fault. It's probably not that we think it's bad. It probably is that we just had no chance to play it or had never heard of the manufacturer or anything like that. So... With that cleared up, let's run down the list. What you'll so what are we going to do? We're going to we're going to cite all the things we've got here, and then we need to work out a top ten. Uh, we do top five Just in every top category. Five. Top five, and it, you know we kind of wheedle the list down from right. ten to, to to five. So um, there is a, another note on this. You'll hear me read out series of guitars, and also you'll read you'll hear me read out multiple things from the same manufacturer. And um, we do have a uh, a rule that you can. Manufacturers can only have one product in each category, so we're going to have to kind of cut those off straight away. That's this was job something number that we, one. We had wanted to try and do in advance, 
but Matt has been on a European tour for the last four and a half years or Bo- so. Bo- yeah, yeah. Boss Odyssey. So, the <laughs> Boss Odyssey. The Odyssey. Odyssey. The Bodyssey. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we didn't get a chance to do that. So, sorry. I spoke out of turn when I said we were going to do that. So, so know, we're just going to do it now. The best guitar category. The nominees are the Guild Jetstar, the Fender American Original Series, the Ormsby Goliath GTR, the Supro David Bowie, the Fender Meteora, the Fender Player Series, the Fender American Performer Series, the Balaguer... Esp- Ball Aguirre. Balaguer. Um Espada, the Line 6 Shuriken SR250, the Gretsch Malcolm Young, the Fender Albert Hammond Jr., the Gibson 2019 Les Paul Double Cut Jr., PRS Silver Sky, <laughs> yes, GNL Doheny, uh, the Squire Contemporary Active Jazzmaster, the Cork KX500 MS, the Sterling Albert Lee, the Chapman ML3 Pro Traditional Semi-Hollow, uh, the Schecter C1 SLS Elite, and the Charvel DK24. Aww. So, first things first. We should discuss... There's obviously a lot of Fender on that list. They've released... they basically discontinued... It's almost like they're a guitar company. Well, yes, sort of. <laughs> uh, but also, they seem to have discontinued everything that they make this year and have then replaced it with brand new models across the board. So that's why there's a lot of Fender. So what we need to do is firstly work out which Fender series uh, we want in there um, and then we need to kind of work that down to individual guitars so do I, we out of the new American things American original American performer yeah which would do we think should be in there well I, I think the performer's probably got I mean I really like the original you bought an original yeah You've the got original a 60 Strat. yeah exactly yeah. and the the original is definitely for me is the best I think as a as a product sort of moving forward the uh, the performer has it for being, you know, one of the first times you can get affordable satin pastel coloured strats and tellies is is amazing. And also American made jazz masters yeah. and, uh, you know, Mustangs and everything like that. Oh. And I don't really want to dote too much in this because obviously last week was a total. We talked about Fender a lot. Fender yeah, yeah. And, and, the, uh, and the, the performer series in general. I mean, it's, it is difficult because there's, there's so many new guitar series came out this year. The originals were are, are fantastic. There's some great guitars in there. Mm. The performers, I think, are a great series. Um, there's also, you mentioned the Meteora, but actually I think the... I'm not I, even, I think that the best... I mean, I, I'm changing that to now to, to Parallel Universe. Parallel Universe. See, the thing is, I, I got a Meteora, but actually, I think probably the best guitar in that series was the Troublemaker. The Troublemaker telly was just... Yeah. The um, Troublemaker was the Les Paul by Fender. Yeah, uh, what are you talking about? No, it's a uh, 72-esque Telecaster with a mahogany body. Um, I... And, and in and in uh, some <laughs> in Honeyburst or Ice Blue Metallic, what on earth are you talking about? Nothing to do with it. Um, but they're also uh, bear in mind in that range as well. There was the Gretschy one, which I thought was cool. Yeah, the which, super deluxe Telecaster. I yeah, think it was called. which, which is nice. and, and the White Guard but, Strat. Yep. I I think I think out of I mean the the uh, Meteora was the one that most appealed to me because it was a weird looking telly so, essentially but I, mean, I think the Troublemaker the Troublemaker is one of the best guitars I played. Okay, this well year. we need to cut deep basically. Okay. So if are we saying Fender American Original Series does not make the cut? Uh, well, yeah, yes, I, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, but, I, but it's but all if, about the it's all about which for me it's about which series adds the most I, to guitars. Well, here as we a are, whole, and, if, not and just so Fender, but, and so should we cut to the chase? The Fender Player Series is, totally. is is the most important okay, well, thing Fender wanted, have ever done. I, I want to do the American stuff first. So okay. should we cut American Original Series? Sure. Oh, between American Original and American Performer, I think the originals are great, but 
the 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 price difference between the yep. original and the performer. I think the performers are super good value for money. Yeah, fine. So I'm cutting that. Okay, so between Parallel Universe and American Performer series, it's difficult. But I, I, I mean, if we were to go to one guitar, if we were to isolate one guitar, the the highlight of each series, I would probably say the Troublemaker. Uh, between the Troublemaker, it actually, and- is it out? It is out this year, though. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. The everything, everything from the Parallel Universe is, was, this, is this, was yeah. this year. The Troublemaker, I think, was the best guitar of that series. The Meteor and is more important, though, surely. I'm, uh, I I'm, think it's more divisive. Uh, yeah, which is, you know, an important issue in itself. I also, I would, for the moment, like to keep Parallel Universe on because I actually don't like the Troublemaker, but I do like You the, don't like the Troublemaker? No. Honestly, I, actually I, 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 the agree with, I agree with you. Yeah. I like the Meteor. The Troublemaker was fine, but the that's Troublemaker, The Troublemaker was... Did you get a chance? Did you plug? Did you play one? You did I didn't. Video? No, no, I didn't. The honestly, the the it's it's bonkers. The sustain that you get out of it. I tell you what, mahogany, great guitar. Yeah, great, weird great that. wood for weird guitars. humbuckers and mahogany. <laughs> really, really, um, good, really oh. good. Really um, good. But, but like, it still sounds like a telly. It's, you've got that clarity. Like it's unmistakably a telly. But the sustain that you get out of it is absolutely fantastic. I don't like wide range humbuckers. So yeah, I that it's yeah. I know what you're saying. And neither do I, but they weren't like the traditional wide range humbuckers that you get in like a 72 telly. Sure. Okay. Um, So, um, okay, let's talk about American, uh, sorry, not American performer. Let's talk about player series in that case. Let's just get rid of the Albert Hammond because that's that's just a one-off. Albert Hammond Jr. I'm not sure that should really have been in there. Gone. Um, How are we doing this? Are we deleting from this spreadsheet or are we just marking them in red? I think marking it in red so we've got it there still. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. we'll forget what fine, was there. Fine, fine. Okay, cool. Um, so, let's talk about Fender players in that case. Is the Fender player series more important this year than the American performers and Parallel Universe? Yes. Yes. I think it's really difficult to argue against that because the for the for the I mean, this is something that we've been talking about for five years. People would come into when we were all working at GAC. People would come into the shop and say, "Look, I want to buy a Fender standard." Telecaster or a Fender Standard, Fender Standard Stratocaster, Mexican Standard. Uh, what would you recommend? And I would always go to the Squire Wall, pick up a Classic Vibe Tele or a Classic Vibe Strat, and say, "I think you should try this instead because it's cheaper and I think it's better." It's better. Yeah. But and 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 that's the problem is that the that sort of mid price point for Fender stuff or entry level Fender stuff, mm-hmm. I don't think has been great for a long time. Like the guitars are. They were decent enough, and you got something that looked like a proper proper guitar. But the top end Squire stuff was so good, and that's it. That's what Fender were trading off of. It was like, yeah. well, at this point, they exactly. want Fender on exactly. the headstock, was, so here's yeah. a guitar I with mean, Fender on the headstock. But I've been out of a store for quite a while, and I've done like quite a lot of store visits recently, and I was amazed. Um, you know, even like a couple months ago, I was like, man, there is nothing mid range anymore. It's yeah. like Squires are super. Ex- expensive i guess you'd say expensive considering you know maybe what you would have thought like five or six years ago and the americans seem like way over well i say overpriced but way over a thousand pounds which is yeah. where you always think so to have this at like 599 or 559 i think it's, I, that's I think really nice. I, I think the players are, are fantastic that so, it's such and an again, upgrade from, over from, the a, from a store guy's point of view and this is how i always tend to look at it it's always good to then be able to mark out like a progression for a customer in terms of like, oh, you know, in terms of upselling actually really and from a salesman point of view being like, oh, you can go for this, this is what you get for this and this is what you get I think for this. also, you know, that gap for a long time was filled by Baja Telly. You know, the amount of time we said that. But, yeah. you know, let's be real. The Baja Telly is 
too expensive for most people now. It's 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 an expensive guitar. Eight hundred, seven hundred. I think like it's that. yeah, I'm, like seven nine nine or eight four nine. You might want to just confirm. But uh, when I say for most six, people, six eighty. Oh, okay, so it's not as expensive as I. It's what it's, it's what it's going for. Okay, I mean, fine. It's, it, it's yeah. I mean, it's but every, you, the thing is, is that everything's gone up. Sure, you know, of it's, course. Oh, it's the and without wanting to get into the economics of it all, the the sort of volatility of the the pound and the euro over the last year have just it's just caused everything to shoot up in sure, price sure but but player comes in at a nice you know it's it's enough less money than the yeah, bar yeah. than the classic yeah. player I, stuff I think, I think the player i think the player series is fantastic so are we saying for me the the player series also manages to straddle sort of modern and traditional enough like the, the mexican standard never did the mexican standard was very modern yes definitely um, there's something for everyone in the player series and i think it's the first time fender have nailed that at this price point so are we saying now that i can get rid of everything else fender on this list and leave the players that's i think so i what think we're so submitting? i i yeah i'm I mean, still i'm still tempted to argue on behalf of the troublemaker but i think that when you when you really like lay it down the the difference the the it's, between I mean, the the player strat and that's the one for me is actually the strat I think the yeah the, I'm, I'm with the, you. the tellies I think are, are fine I think are good uh, but the the Mexican standard tellies the old tellies I thought were were I mean they were okay the difference between the standard strat and the player strat is just astronomical yeah two point mm. trim proper um, pickups I mean and the th- the thing that you've got to bear in mind is who's with the top end stuff, the big selling point with pickups is well, they're designed by Tim Shaw, right? You yeah. Know? I mean, how many people do you think are involved in pickup design? Like, I'm sure Tim Shaw didn't make these pickups by himself, but he still would have been involved in the design of. Yeah. yeah. It's you're 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 getting. A they sound great. Yeah. The color range is fantastic. The buttercream, like the buttercream just... and the Sonic Red. I, uh, I love the yeah. Sonic Red. Are we yeah, saying then the official yeah. Fender entry for best guitar of the Fender year is the Fender Player Strat? I think so. I, I shall so. update the cool. spreadsheet. That was much easier than I thought it was going to be. I mean, they're all. I mean, at the end of the day, and we always say this is everything on it on the list is actually really good. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Of course. And, and again, we we you know, you know as you say, we we kind of pick through it. Whoa. That was a nice noise. Uh, we Got angry. Sorry. Already. I didn't. I didn't. Smash. Um, coffee cup. We've already kind of combed through it a little bit and picked the stuff that we like so you know there's no losers here no indeed Joe yeah he's always the loser (laughs) so nothing changes so um, in that case uh, we haven't got any other doubles on that list have we so we're basically down to we've I think with the Gibson 2019 we could have picked anything in the range but I think we went for the double cut junior because finally they've got a A double cut cut junior I've got wonderful we'll talk about it in a bit but I've got issues with the scratch plate hold on are we saying Squire is not part of yeah Squire's different brand from Fender okay fine yeah and in fact there's no Epiphone on this list but I can't think of anything they released this year i went through the kind of press releases and stuff and there was like a couple of artist bits but you know i didn't think it was really worthy I of d- I guess being the, on the list there's nothing i think unfortunately probably anything that gibson or epiphone have tried to do have just been overtaken by the controversy of what's actually sure. going on at, also, at I, gibson think, and I mean the I slash it, firebirds the they, they were interesting oh and then there was the, yeah. the gibson the slash brazilian dream yeah oh, which is, I, I saw that uh, that wasn't that that Twelve was a, grand, or yeah, something. and it was US only because it was Brazilian rose. Sure, oh, but yeah. so uh, that's why the Les Paul Junior double cut is on the list. Yeah. But you know, last year we had the Epiphone SL Juniors, which were yeah. fantastic. But Ep- Epiphone, no, Epiphone SL, Epiphone SL, but they haven't really done anything this year to. No, and, 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 and I, mean, I think that's I think that's one of the things is is you know Fender gets criticised for just constant you know the, the series getting renamed and stuff, but 
the thing is, is it kind of it keeps it fresh. It keeps it in people's minds. Just re redoing the Epiphone Les Paul standard. I mean, it just probably I, I don't know. There maybe they've done it and it's just flown under the radar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, totally. the only that's the only thing I've got about like 2019, 20. I just wish they would call it. I think that's where it's a smarter move from Fender to kind of reimagine the guitar, redesign it slightly, give it a new name and like a freshen up where Gibson is like, just add another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just put another <laughs> just, number on the just end. Just put another number on the end. And it's just, it to me, it's like really they've just released, they're actually listening, which I think is the main thing. They're going, why do people want that? But is it, are they, we just going to be here next year in 2020 going, it's the same guitar? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that could definitely, uh, definitely be the case. Which is again why the Les Paul Double Cut Juniors on there. Something fresh, something new. Yeah. Um, should we go down the list and talk a little bit about the things that are on there? I think that's yes. the uh, the yeah. best thing to do. So, Guild Jetstar. Um, something that we saw at NAM. I think. I think it was oh, you and what I. What a cool looking guitar. Totally. I mean, massive, like cool, oversized Firebird S headstock. A unique enough sort of uh, vintage pawn shop style body. That sort of Italian feel. Big, oversized scratch plate. Those mini humbuckers that that Guild do. I, I mean, I think it's a wonderful like return to form from Guild, who have been. Good colours as well, like pastel blue and things like that. Well, yeah, they also do, like, yeah, they do a pastel blue. It comes in white. It comes in black with a torque guard. So there's something for everyone. I think this is a really cool guitar. Great price. They're like four, five hundred pounds. Um, I've yeah. got a lot of time for this guitar. Sort of, uh, you know, it's... mahogany construction. Everything about it is cool. Yeah. For me, on the other side, just to kind of uh, add an argument for another guitar, If you, you said one thing there, which is that kind of like cool pawn shop vintage sort of thing. That's why I prefer the Supro. The, the David Bowie the, Supro. The dual tone oh, David what Bowie. What an incredible looking guitar. Did you see the have you seen the case for it? The case is like a black and white sort of striped case and it just says Bowie in there. Does yes. it, come with a, it comes with like a certificate as well, I think. Yeah. Oh, They're um, a fair amount of money though, aren't they? I don't know if you've got I that. Know, I don't there. think they were mega money. I think they were like under under fifteen hundred. Yeah, they're okay. they're they're not too bad, but for something that I mean, oh no, eight, a- eight, four, nine. Airline will literally do you the same guitar for four hundred pounds, and I think when it comes to these sort of retro, sort of budget guitars from the sixties and seventies, I'm not sure. You're sure, I'm not sure that sort of construction plays a big part. Well, that and that's the weird thing. It's like ultimately, at the end of the day, with either of these guitars, both great guitars, are, are they? Re- they're not really like breaking boundaries. They're just they're reissuing something. The thing that I like about the Bowie is like, who would have thought there'd be a David Bowie signature guitar? And if you're like a massive Bowie fan and yeah. you want that, you know, similar to the, because he, I think he played like an original. That's is that yeah. right? He played I one think of the so. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, I think it's just a cool thing to be kind of out in the world. Um, and same with the Jet Stars. You know, Guild are a brand who seem to be kind of having a pretty decent resurgence. Um, and do you know what I was most impressed with? Just the playability. When we went to see them okay. at NAMM, the, the playability of the Jet Star was well, really... That, it was quite a bit better than I expected it to be. Ultimately, that's the thing with all of these... Like retro things, so if you play an original, most of them are crap. We don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you can't really like reissue it and go, yeah, we've made it play exactly the same as the original ones. Because you're like, yeah, I just won't bother rubbish. playing it. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally. So I think for now, both of those need to stay on the list. I, I can't see a reason to get rid of them right at this moment. Yeah. Um, 
Let's talk about Ormsby Goliath GTR. Joe we did talk about this last year, but there was a, was there a new release? Yeah, but I think what what happened was it was it was right on the cusp. So uh, uh, the Ormsby Goliaths were really unfortunate in that they'd they'd occurred so close to the end of last year that we put them in gear of the year. But then as soon as we started talking about them, we were like, well, none of us have seen them or right. played them, yes. so we couldn't actually consider them. So, so it would be unfair to not put them in this year. Okay. Yeah. And I think, you know, just the brand as a whole, I think, kind of deserves it for the way that they're trying to move things Definitely. forward as a modern manufacturer. For me, for all of those kind of like headstockless guitars from the future kind of vibe, um, Ormsby <laughs> are the one for me that personally I think looks the best. Uh, and, that you know, they're doing things with like the copper tops and all that that um, I think you are, I don't know, put the, set them apart. Um, yeah. And also, I just think, yeah, the company seems seems cool. And we've uh, spoken about it before. The way they work in, the way they issue their guitars in runs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they can do short series and then take advice from players yeah. and and retailers and adjust the the instruments accordingly. S- similar to what Gun Street are doing with the wiring harnesses, they're taking that player feedback, which I think is great because it just means that you're constantly getting something that's really fresh. Yeah. Um, and you know, I think. The you know one brand that's obviously as well dominated that sort of visual style is Strandberg, and I think they're doing it quite a lot to set themselves apart from that brand and offer something. Because a lot of the thing with like Strandberg, for example, was that neck. So yeah, they're offering the asymmetric something, sort of rectangular. So they're offering something that is much more traditional in yeah. its yeah. playing feel, but offers something way more modern to the kind of metal guitar player. Definitely, I really Absolutely. think that Ormsby have done a lot to bring this style of yeah, guitar I, I, yeah, into, I, I agree. into the mainstream. You know, the quote-unquote mainstream. I think the fact that, um, and you know, maybe maybe it's because we're a little bit inward-facing and insular, but Perry is so involved in all the the guitar Facebook communities. Yeah. You know, he's listening and he's um, he is getting people in touch with the brand and that's what a lot of people want you know yeah for me i think strandberg always seems just a little bit distant and a little bit um, i think they're getting better but what i've what i found and i mean we shouldn't talk about it too much because they're not on the list but i'm tending to find that a lot of the players that i like that are using strandberg strandberg for example sound very similar they have a very yeah. similar tone the yeah. lace pickups they use give a very specific sound where the pickups that ormsby design for their guitars lead people to be a little bit more creative and create their own thing yeah. you know and that's what I really like and again just taking that sort of player feedback on board just means they, they're making a guitar that they make people want to come back to the brand as well because yeah. they're like oh well we've just changed it we want to bring you know want to get another one you know we're, talk, we're talking about like these these copper top style finishes on a headless instrument that that's also multi-scale that's mass produced made out of Korea that's that's 1300 pounds yeah. to, to buy I don't think anyone's been doing that. No yeah. one's been able no. to bring this guitar to the masses for that sort of price point yeah. other than Ormsby. And Definitely. for that reason, this stays in the list for now. 100%. 100%. Let's talk about the Balaguer Espada. Um, I assume that none of us have had a chance to try one, um, which, but I wanted to talk about it. I've spent a lot of time on that website. Yes, <laughs> that's why I wanted to talk about it because I, personally I don't think it can make it through this round because it's, none of us have had hands-on, but well, I just wanted to discuss the brand. Um, and- I guess maybe is it's very tricky because they obviously you can build your own. So, I mean, yeah, you, we're sort of getting into that territory with the Ormsby stuff, but surely you can just go... We're only really talking about a body shape because you can just do whatever you want online. Yeah, sure, it's a great so, shape though. It is a great it's shape. A really cool shape. 
I mean, I prefer that shape to. I mean, and it's not in the running anymore. But I prefer that shape to some of the like the Meteora, for example. Um, well, it's just what I like crazy. about it is this. You know, it's this kind of reimagining of the Jazzmaster yeah. and Jaguar I into something that's not jangly. I think I it's think very, it's... very difficult to make a new guitar body shape. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely it is. Absolutely I think this is. is a gorgeous like halfway house in between modern and traditional. Yeah. Managing to make something that the scratch plate makes it look retro. It has that sort of Albert Lee sort of feel to it, and then you know with an overall sort of traditional shape. I I, I love it. I think it's a wonderful yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I like about it is the headstock. You know, they've gone fendery, but this is definitely their own spin on it. And, it and we've spoken about this type of headstock before. That the, kind of the two sort of layer recess. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but that's the thing. Even that, that you can, um, you can, there's a couple of different headstock shapes that you can choose. If I remember correctly, I think. Right. Yeah, that's right. They do do a three, three by three yeah. as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, and you I can think, change the colours, can't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, um, yeah, it's, it's really cool. I think, I think they're, uh, I think they're a really great company. I definitely think they're one to watch. Uh, but likewise, I'm not sure we can prob. I'm not sure we can push this th- in the running for. Yes, I agree. I think are we all comfortable to take that yeah, off? Yeah, I, th- I don't actually think they have a dealer. I mean, no, all... I'm not yet. So I think that's that for me is the reason it can't really go through is because you could argue about one specific spec and it's like, sure. well, you can order your own thing. So. 100%. 100%. Um, Line 6 Shuriken SR20, uh, sorry, 250 even. So this is the short scale version of the standard Shuriken, right? So basically, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah a kind of regular scale because the Shuriken before was baritone scale. Uh, yes, yeah, baritone scale, 27 inch scale, but it's tuned D to D, if I remember yes. rightly. Um, and I think that is ideally there to help tension in feel when you're using it. For example, like with Rebeers using with like Froglet, where they're basically programming a bunch of tunings and the Helix is doing everything. You, Whenever you do anything like that in your modeling, baritone or drop A or bass, the tension still feels like a normal guitar. So but you want the tension to be as tight as possible yeah, because so, as soon as a, a computer program is trying to interpret your yeah. note, the less variance, the less wobble you've got in it. But I think that's the thing. Is a lot of people have probably not got used to that 27-inch scale length and want something that feels like a normal guitar. And they're like, I only do down-tuning occasionally. I'm actually trying to model a telly or It's a, a very specific product, the Shuriken. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's nice to have the shorter scale version. Absolutely. Um, but then again, it is that's all it is. Totally. And again, you know, I wanted to talk about it because it did come out this year, and you know, we've talked about how Line Six are kind of doing more in the in the guitar world. But yeah, I think we talked about the Shuriken enough over the last probably couple of years in Gear of the Year. And again, you know, the technology there is nothing new in the technology no. in front of it. It's the same thing that they've done with on the, on the existing. Exactly. Yeah. And, and for me, I'd still buy the Pacifica version over the. Sure yes, because it's yeah, for, uh, yeah, yeah. It's more like a traditional guitar, yeah. and I'm not a huge fan of the body sheep shape, body sheep even. Um, um, so I, I, I would be happy to cut it personally. Yeah, we all happy with that. We think it's kind of too similar to something that we've talked about. Yep. Before. Well, yeah, I, I find it difficult to suggest that that's why it should be cut when you know we're talking about Strats and Tellys again. Sure, know? I realise that, but, but I mean more something that we talked about. Before but at least the that, player series has been reimagined the same where they were changing totally, spec. Totally, but, you know, and yeah. also you know we've talked about the Shuriken before. It didn't go particularly far. No, just making it a normal scale guitar hasn't solved the things that we didn't like about it in the past, no. i.e., the body shape. I quite like the body shape. I, th- I think it's, it's just it's just too metal for me. And you know, if that was in like yeah. butterscotch and you know had some like I th- yeah I think more that, traditional we look, we did about see it. some other colours at at Nam actually. So they did I've, look wicked. I've just, but I don't it, think... I've just got it here. So there are there's satin black, which is you know what you would expect. 
uh, pearl white, which I think is a problem that he's still got that sort of like uh, sparkly yeah, it's look got, to it. It's yeah. kind of eighties vibe about it. Um, Outlier Red, which is I assume might be an album cover. Uh, yeah, maybe I assume the, uh, the aesthetic. It is, yeah, it is the artwork for the artwork. Um, Metallic Silver, which I just I don't think looks very good against the black hardware, and then Charcoal Burst, which looks like a PRS flame top. Yeah, um, and I just I, I think that I'd rather these, go satin black. I think well, most people are going to go satin black. These are so black. different to the sort of colours that we would traditionally like, which is you know pastels and sunbursts and stuff yeah. like that. That it's uh, it's it's just not for us, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Totally, totally. Okay, the Gretsch Malcolm Young. Um, who wants to talk about it? It's a yeah. bit of this, a tribute this, to the man. This guitar is wicked, and I think uh, loads of people have been asking about it for a long time because I think, if I remember rightly, there was a custom shop version. There, there no, have... this is this 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 is the custom shop. Yeah, one, right? so yeah, this there, is a so there has been one. in the past. There's, there's been... been Japanese versions. Exactly that's right, that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this yeah, is a, this is a Japanese version. This is, is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I was getting confused because the website says custom shop, and I was like, "Wait, this isn't a Stephen Stern no. master build." No, so no, no. in the past, there have been uh, versions of this that have essentially just been, you a know, one single, pickup. yeah, single pickup, uh, double cut Gretches. But this is actually more like his actual guitar. Yeah. Um, so it's got the the DIY um, pickup routing. It's got the proper TV Jones in it. Uh, the former chambered mahogany body. You know, the binding's all aged. Um, it's just like the closest thing you're going to get to the Malcolm Young, the actual one that he played, that he was always just at the back of the stage playing, Yeah, basically. Keep holding um, it down. Yeah. Ama- I mean, amazing player, great sound. Those guitars sound wicked. And I think if you want something a little bit different from the Gretsch range, and obviously if you're a massive ACDC fan, of which there are a lot, because you've got to remember Back in Black is probably the biggest selling album by a band ever <laughs> yeah it's one of the biggest one of the top five selling albums of all time yeah. Yeah. which is mad when you think about it really so good though I listened to it the other day like I've really? got some really good headphones and I just was like I just want to listen to Back in Black really loud on these headphones and it sounded absolutely <laughs> incredible it sounded so good I think this is just a nice tribute to definitely that, that guitar because again there's been versions of it that have been close but never They've just been exact. single pickup, double cuts, basically, and called yeah. the Malcolm Young. Whereas this is actually based on the on the guitar. Yeah. So, according to Wikipedia, it is the third biggest selling record of all time, yeah, behind Thriller and uh, Hotel California. Uh, greatest hits. Oh, right, okay, hits. fine. Yeah, cool. Yes, Bonkers. so I think that Bonkers. stays on the list for the moment because I think yeah. we've got more to say about that yeah, um, yeah, yeah, down the line and probably not a quick cutter. Talking about um, cuts, let's talk about the Gibson uh, 2019 Les Paul Double Cut Junior, one that Joe Branton has fallen in love with. Oh, what an absolutely great guitar. Gibson finally bring us a junior. Not only do they bring us a junior, a double cut junior, they make it super affordable. They really sit in great colours. And yes, Mark Packham, fine. They changed the scratch plate. They changed that scratch plate so that they could bring it to us at the price point that they have totally. by making it you know all the controls top so yeah single single route and then everything's attached to the uh to the scratch plate yeah a single p90 double cut les paul jr that you can get in a gorgeous like I mean, satin the brown is, it's the right shape as well which is which is the problem is which is has been the problem of the last few years is that the, the double cut juniors have been like a weird yeah. Yeah. almost symmetrical shape yeah. they've just, like they've just done something really weird to them and I think no one can really point I need to like overlay a picture they're, they're kind of mm. the, the, the they're too symmetrical and the horns are too like curled rounded. in yeah, yeah. they're yeah. really weird but, but these are like proper it's a proper double cut yeah and, yeah. and here's the thing how much are those retailing for 
six four nine. Six four nine. What is Fender's tagline for the new uh, American? performers it's you know it's that it's an american-made guitar for less than a grand gibson are like we can do that all day long sure sure and actually i mean you know looking at this reminds me of when i bought my sg my worn my faded sg and it's like still got the guitar still absolutely love it you know amazing bit of kit and it's just like if anyone buys one of these now i think there's no reason you why you could have it in 10 years you could have it in 10 years and it'll probably play better and it'll look better Ugh, there's I such a workhorse and they wear so well there's, there's sort of um, the those like satin finishes on the again it's the, it's the necks and you know people are moving away from and they have been for a long time moving away from painted necks and going for something more satin and it's just I think it's a great guitar it doesn't offer a lot maybe in terms of like versatility but what it does offer is something that's it's a workhorse it's functional I'm not sure it's, I'm not it's sure a that player's you can, guitar yeah you can't you can't have uh, versatility act against a Les Paul. No, no, that's know, what I was saying. But that's that's what I mean. Yeah. It's like it unapo- unapologetic. It's just a tool. It it's an yeah, absolute. Yeah. Sort of well, you're just you're buying it because you want a Les Paul Junior. You're not thinking oh, I want a guitar that can do Strat sounds and no, Tele no, sounds. No. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. The the only thing for me is there's no TV yellow. I, I don't understand why. I do not understand so why. So what have we got? We got worn brown, worn red, and let's not talk black. about the other colour. Worn cherry no. and blue stain. Yeah, let's not talk about blue stain. The blue but the, I don't uh, think looks great. But no, I mean, the, the cherry and the brown look fantastic. <laughs> the black, the black looks good, but the 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 cherry is just it's just. Well, I mean, it's the same. It's basically the same as my junior special that I've got yeah, upstairs. I think the only problem with the black one, the the photo that I'm looking at, the fretboard is just too. Well, light and again, it just, though, like it's it does just, vary, it but does what is vary. it? It's not. Is it I think rosewood? It's rosewood? I think they're rosewood. Are they not? Let's just confirm yeah, on I'm that sure one. Uh, I think it is rosewood. Yeah, yeah I so it's going to vary. But I th- that was the only problem I've had with Gibsons in the past. Is a lot of the cheaper ones, the rosewood tends to not yeah. be. And I know it is more of a cosmetic thing. And it, but again, but that comes down to the fact that they've got they've obviously got all of this wood in uh, in the Nashville factory, and they've gone okay. Well, look, that's a really nice piece. Yeah, we'll go and put that on yeah. uh, on a two grand or a three grand standard. And like this one, you know, it's a bit lighter. Whatever is going on, that's all part and parcel of the compromise that you make when you buy in a guitar for six hundred quid. Yeah, I mean that's, uh, 3, that's the thing because you know when I'm thinking about. Um, Music Man or talking about Ormsby I know Ormsby's double the price but there seems to be in a lot of these other guitars seems to be no compromise and I guess that maybe that's why Fender have gone to Pal Ferry because Pal Ferry cosmetically looks more similar it's, it seems to me more much more consistent yeah um, and I like that because it just means everyone you pick up is going to kind of feel yeah and, yeah yeah you know and it, it, sometimes the Gibsons you know from working in stores like they just massively vary. They do. And I think and, that, and that, and was, that, that was, be, was be a shame. And that was the case when they moved to, was it Rich Light? Yeah. yeah. Rich Light. In like 2011 or 2012. Yeah. And it was a big issue for a lot of people. A big issue. Yeah. And there, and also when some of them, when they started coming through with Baked Maple, yeah. some people just were absolutely outraged. And I think I think Gibson kind of misjudged Amazing now. just how big of a deal it was going to be amazing how desirable baked maple is now yeah roasted maple totally. Totally. yeah like oh it's awful yeah. <laughs> but that said i'm not sure that you'd i'm not sure that they could get away with doing a roasted maple neck on a les paul sure you yeah know, it depends it kind of depends on the guitar let's um let's keep that on the list for now and let's talk about the prs silver sky Woo-hoo! and so moving on to the gnl <laughs> so prs silver sky the collaboration between prs guitars and uh, everyone's favorite uh, blues lothario um john mayer <laughs> um so the silver sky the background to this is basically he 
you know, he was uh, in a uh, deal with Fender. In a, in a relationship. In a relationship with Fender. And yeah, like many of his relationships, he's moved on quickly <laughs> to um, to PRS. <laughs> and, um, and basically taken all of his vintage strats uh, and kind of amalgamated the neck profile and some of the features and they've put it on a PRS guitar. Um, I think the, one of the things I will say about this is surprisingly affordable when you consider, you know, a lot of the John Mayer kind of collaborative projects yeah. are very expensive looking at the PRS amp I think which is six grand five six just grand for the head. That. um yeah. I was amazed that these weren't four grand uh, affordable they're still is a, two, affordable is a, two thousand is a, pounds is a, is a relative term Soft but then again I, think... I don't think it's I don't think it's affordable I think it's 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 less expensive than you would expect, it, totally. which I don't it's, think it's the same as affordable. Joe, well, I know I you said, say... No, I, said it's, I said it's more affordable than I expected. Okay. But then no. also Joe's arguing soft case, but then again, how many people buy a guitar and then also just put it in a gig bag? No. I, the, the case for me is not a... Yeah, and I've I, actually I'm sure played one. Pe- and people actually, who don't gig, I'm sure that's like an issue, but, but I don't... Even spending, gigging, I'd much spending, rather have a soft case. No, but if days. you gig properly, if you if you're like <laughs> if you're touring rather than just popping down your pub, then, then you need sure. to load. Sure. How many guitars would you buy now? Honestly speaking, that the case it comes with, you would then also take out on the road. Yeah, and that's very definitely point. not. Yeah, yeah fair. And, and the thing the thing that you've got to bear in mind is so there was there was some research done. We, we and Fender did some research and published the results, which was all part of the uh, the. Um, the launch Study of into new, play and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that and it was something like only i think it was four percent of guitar players have aspirations of playing live Geek. right yeah and most people pick up guitar and want to play guitar for like um self-actualization and stuff like that you, you know like uh, bettering oneself yeah so through the means of reverb delay yeah <laughs> and, and the thing is 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 you know even with the uh even even with a hard case like most people who are going to gigs if you live in a big city you're probably getting public transport you yeah, probably fine, want fine. okay okay do you know I what don't... i don't i don't actually have to pick the hard case to be the thing to <laughs> have a go at um, about this guitar do you know what it's, it's funny like the more because i've actually played one and i i actually thought it played and sounded really nice and there's a couple of small things i liked on it like actually just like the knob design <laughs> the, the, knob design, the knob design just looks like the volume and tone words have rubbed off no they, they actually do feel a little bit different but the more i look at it the more prs i can see they've yeah, yeah, taken yeah, totally. the fe- totally. it's i know this is going to sound weird but it feels like a more polished strat in a set like physically more polished or, or like rubbed down like someone's like made it super smooth I tell you what, that, I mean, it's, it's like a polished something mate but, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of the, with every prs though you know you look at the, like, the sc yeah. series versus a les paul they've basically taken a les paul and shaped it a bit prs but yeah, yeah, everything yeah. feels a bit more i think complete. the thing is with with this and it, yeah i actually i actually like i said i right away it felt it sounded very much like you'd expect they obviously have spent a lot of time tweaking it and making it sound exactly how he wants it the problem is a lot of people are going to buy it because they're a fan of of him of him yeah and when you get it you probably aren't going to sound like him and i think it's there's a lot of other things that do a very you just very need similar. a six grand amp to sound like well, him. exactly i tell you i tell you with all of this um with all of this sort of 
you know sort of subtle digs at it i tell you what i do really like about it is the headstock yeah i think yeah. the headstock yeah. that, was, that reverse the reverse and the neck the reverse prs headstock is I, I think it looks better like that than the, the right way round. yeah absolutely i think that looks better and uh, you know there's so many ways you can do a fender style guitar headstock badly well i mean you know it's a prs they were never going to put of course. they were never going to deviate too much from the headstock of but course I, mean, but I think that looks better than the regular PRS yeah headstock. but also it doesn't look too aggressive Egregious. You know, yeah. let's say Gibson were doing a strat. If they put the Gibson headstock on the top, you'd yeah, be like, be, this is weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think what they've done by flipping it around, you know, it's not just the standard PRS headstock. I think it, it totally works. I'm... I think this should stay on the list. Oh, as you've much got as to be Joe kidding! Going to hate it. <laughs> Just for two kidding. things. This is, this is Mark Packham trying to get under Joe's skin early. Yeah, 100%. That's this is. This right. mind games. All right, that's it. I'm going to find the worst thing on here, and I'm going to use all. There's of nothing my bad on voting here. Power There's nothing to... bad on here. Not necessarily so in this category, mate. Let's um, let's leave the Silver Sky for now. Let's talk about the GNL Doheny. Uh, something we talked about fairly early in the year. I think it was a Nam release. Um, and what I like about this is they basically have kind of led the pack on this kind of price point and this style guitar they're coming back in a big way yeah i think well they're, yeah i think you know they just sort of so the doheny's a Jazzmaster. Yeah, yeah Jazzmaster with a strat style trim so they're Which kind is, of, of course exactly what the new fender, <laughs> fender performance <American> yeah, <laughs> exactly so um i think these are super cool um you know i probably none of us have had the chance to try one but i did listen no. to a few demos sounded great uh, and i think really the idea you know gnl have gone well people are getting into offsets but you know, at that kind of price point, there's not a huge amount about at the moment, mm. or certainly when these were released. It's it's very cool, and it's sort of also, and I mean, I mean, the brand I'm about to mention is really probably copying this more than anything. It's very fretking. Yes, it, it feels very like Wilkinson parts, and it's a great guitar for the money, but everything just feels like very off the shelf. Do you know what I mean? Like I, we've I, just yeah. put it together, and I, and I really like, like it. I think I, I, I think, think it's the a- black one looks. Cool. Yeah. And I, actually, it's the best alternative to a Fender, Definitely. I guess, that if, the, if you want that sort of thing. The one that I'm looking at here is Olympic White, although it looks, it's kind of like a, maybe it's just the picture, but it's it's kind of almost like a butterscotch. Yeah. It's halfway between a butterscotch and Olympic White. Block inlays. Block inlays. Oh. The headstock is, you know, a bit full on, really but that's, that's the GNL headstock. I think this is great. And for 500 quid, yeah. I think that's yeah. a great guitar for Definitely. money. Definitely. Really great guitar for money. I, I'm not sure that. It's, it's difficult because you you offer that up against the American performer Jazzmaster. Yeah, it's twice it is twice the price, but I don't I don't know. I but don't know. we we don't even have to actually do that for what it's worth. Whilst I think this is a really good guitar, and whilst you could argue that the Strat Trem is obviously a, a great appointment, the Squire Vintage Modified Jazzmaster is is an absolutely banging guitar for three hundred and fifty pounds. I I think if you had them both side by side though, and uh, like you know I haven't played the GNL, not this particular model, but I've played the Tribute GNLs, and they're very very good. So mm. I think if you put the two up together, I think you'd be surprised what a couple of extra hundred quid yeah, will fair, get you. So fair. I think for now that needs to stay on the list because okay. I think we can talk about it more up against some of the other things. Let's talk about talking about Squire Jazzmasters, um the Squire Contemporary Active Jazzmaster. Now, um this one I actually asked uh one of our 
friends at Fender um, which squire he would want to submit um, because he's you know he's got a bit of a say in the squire not, stuff. You're not talking about me. No, not you. Someone, yeah, it's someone else friend. who actually. I know, that, <laughs> I know, I know that it, we all know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, there's so a squire. Dan, Dan Grace. It's Dan friend, Grace, friend, friend of the podcast and uh, product manager for squire and acoustic guitars yeah. at fender europe he so he knows these guitars better than anybody else and i asked him i said you know squire have released a lot of stuff this year namely the contemporaries which guitar would you like to submit for gear of the year and he said the squire contemporary active jazz master so what's the um what's the background on this jay so uh the at the start of this year so at nam the contemporary series was launched and it was uh just strats and tellies some some very uh, cool appointments. So flatter radius on the board. I think it's uh, twelve think inch. It's twelve inch radius. Uh, laurel fingerboard, which is the first time that uh, that has uh, that's that's sort of becoming a bit more common. That was the transition that uh, Squire used from rosewood to laurel rather than to palfaro. Um, and uh, matching headstock. Um, and these new um, SQR own brand uh, active pickups that sound great yeah yeah. The, yeah yeah i mean you know as much as I, active pickups the, sound, i thought this sound. guitar was banging oh no they they absolutely are. i expected not to like it when it yeah. when it turned up and i thought it was it was tons of fun a great price an awesome color surf pearl right I, I did, everything the, the about it was great is, yeah. so, so just moving back to the 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 strats and everything Sorry, so yeah. they, no 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 it's fine so that they they launched and there was um there was a few there was the hh I think there was an HSS. There was also a model with a Floyd and a reverse headstock. You know, there was some really cool appointments there. All and they've all got uh, matching head cap, matching headstocks, which is I, I just think makes everything look absolutely fantastic. Yeah. But yeah, basically when when these were when these were announced, well, when I first found out about these, when Dan and I first found out about these, we also saw the Jazzmaster. Uh, but we, you know, the Jazzmaster was a few months down the line. We were just like, I can't wait for that to come out. It, the colour is unbelievable. That Surf surf Pearl. Yep. Um, it looks amazing. The guitars play fantastic. And I've been seeing a lot of these being used as uh, kind of jump off points for people doing their own mods. Yeah. Um, I think it's just a, a really, really great uh, starting point for, for, like, it's a great looking guitar that you can just do loads with. But as Joe says, the pick the pickups sound great. I, I think this is a great guitar. I, I think this is a great guitar. Totally. Yeah, I think, again, you know, with many of these guitars and a couple more that we're going to talk about shortly, they kind of straddle a nice line between, like, metal-y. Yeah. And, you know, it's active, essentially, what are EMG kind of copies in there. Um, but it's a Surf Pearl Jazzmaster. Yeah. It's not black with tribal flame on well, it. Well, exactly. And I think that, that speaks to what modern aggressive music is nowadays yeah. you know you think about uh we were i, I mentioned last week when yeah I the architects when i went to go and see architects like adam from architects is playing a, i think it's a i think it's a mayonnaise but it's got it, you know basically looks like a telecaster yeah, yeah. It's a double humbucker telecaster yeah exactly but it's 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 those kind of like traditional retro appointments on a modern guitar yeah and this is basically squire saying okay cool like we see what everyone's doing. We'll just do that then. Yeah, they're not, and, yeah. and it's it's offering people who are into retro-looking instruments the opportunity well, to to use them for a heavier uh, style. Again, music. and just Jim Root. Yeah, well, it just exactly. Jim Root changed everything. Exactly, you know? and you know. Uh, Personally, I think the reason that this one is the best of this bunch is that the strats look a bit too kind of metal, um, you know, like the reverse headstock and all that. And I, I just think this looks like a 
basically a cool retro guitar that someone's kind of metalled up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm into it in a big way. Um, let's talk about the Sterling Albert Lee. So a very big, successful Sterling, Ernie Ball Sterling guitars last year with the uh, James Valentine. Mm-hmm. Um, the Albert Lee was the latest guitar to get the Sterling treatment. So um, we're talking about an Albert Lee that you can buy for £400. Yeah. It's, it's available in like a Daphne Blue with a torque guard. The Albert Lee is already one of the coolest looking instruments ever. And it was always that tiny bit unobtainable because it was always two and a half grand. This is the coolest £400 you can spend at the moment. They look fantastic. Yeah. They, they look outrageously good. So, so the thing that the issue that I have had with Sterling stuff in the past is when you... And, and I've realised that... It's, it's not actually very good. Well, so let me get there first. <laughs> Sorry. Is the, the, the proper quote-unquote proper music man stuff. So the Albert Lee, the James Valentine, the St. Vincent, the Cutlass, if you're spending two and a half grand, absolutely phenomenal guitars. Absolutely incredible. I think they'd give anything a run for its money. Then when you cut down to the, the Sterling stuff, they look great, and I think the potential's there, but the only one that's ever really grabbed me and uh, forced me to say this guitar is as good as is the Valentine. Yeah. And I think that the quality of the Valentine is a detriment to the Albert Lee and yeah. the St. Vincent. Like last year, we talked about the fact that the St. Vincent Sterling just, it just wasn't as good yeah. as the, as the um, proper music man one. Absolutely. And I kind of feel the same about the, I kind of feel the same about this Albert Lee. My, uh, my, my drummer's uh, becoming like a, a, a a tech on the road for bands. He does all the driving and, and all of that jazz. But he's been asked a guitar tech as well on top for a job. So he was like, "Can I borrow a guitar to to like sort out?" Because I'm sort of learning some stuff. And so I you need to learn how to tune and like standard tuning and stuff like <laughs> well, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> things like that. But I gave him the Sterling St Vincent that I have, and he he messaged me a little bit later that day and was like, "Did you deliberately give me a guitar that was completely buggered?" I was what? like, right. well, oh, it, it was just like, it was just as it was. But it was, you know. Because these it, are sub, right? These are, because the James Valentine. No, they're Sterling. not sub. They're not, not sub. The Sterling. There is a sub, but we're talking is about there, the there's Sterling. There's not a sub Albert Lee, is there? I believe yeah, well, that, cause there this is. Because this is where I'm getting confused, because I'm just, I remember playing it at NAM, yeah. the Sterling one, but I can't see any information apart from the ones listed as sub series. Right. Or oh, maybe there's been a re- Sterling by yeah. Music Man sub. Oh, yeah. Okay. Maybe. I didn't think it was oh, sub. Yeah, it is a sub. Wow. Okay. So the, uh, this, that's why that, they're 400 quid. Right. So this is the guitar that we played. So, yeah, this is basically a step down from what the Sterling was last year. I'm yeah. not sure that's the case. I can see where you've, what, you've, yeah. you're looking at a dealer's website for that, right? No, no. I'm on the Music Man website. Oh, right I'm now. on the Music Man website. If you website. scroll into the headstock, it says sub series under, underneath. Oh, does it? Oh, yeah. okay. So if you go on to, if you search uh, Sterling Albert Lee and you go to the Music so Man website. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. So, okay. so, and that's where I was just, because I remember seeing the black one and the um, Daphne blue one and being like, I think they did a Sterling one and then they've done... Sub the one. sub is what's actually come out. Okay, fine. So, yeah, um, I mean, my personal feeling is that I think we've been spoiled by the, I, totally, the Valentine. Totally. Yeah. But That's... also, there's a price jump. You know, what are the Valentines? Like eight nine nine? No, they were like six nine nine. Yeah, I mean, it does make it, two hundred quid. Again, you just said it there. It's like two hundred. You'd be surprised how much difference two hundred quid makes. Oh, totally, down. totally. And it, it, it's just a shame because I mean, I love the shape. I love the shape so much, and I think the 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 head. I like the headstock. I think the. I think it's a great. It's a great guitar. It's just the thing. Yeah, if I was gonna, if I was quite gonna have, there, and I don't know, I don't know why it's not quite there. If I was gonna buy an Albert Lee right now, having owned an Amer- you know an American music man, I'd much rather have an American one. Whereas if I wanted something that shape with two humbuckers, I'd probably buy the Squire. And yeah, just, and yeah, like yeah, yeah, either yeah. swap out the active pickups or just oh, just oh, like there. the Jazzmaster. Yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the Jazzmaster we were just talking about. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, totally. Again, it offers that kind of because you are seeing alternative and metal players using. Things like the Albert Lee, yeah, yeah. You now Omar Rodriguez is playing a, a left-handed and, uh, music Albert and, Lee. And if you want something that right. looks super cool, you know, for a hundred pounds more, that Guild Jetstar. Well, sure, a very different guitar because it's not bolt on and it's yeah. you know it's got those weird pickups in there. But you could also argue that you know for not a huge amount more, you could look at something like the GNL Dahini, yeah, you know, oh, which yeah. has got a retro vibe and you know, yeah. personally, I think is a better guitar. But do you know, I've just just suddenly realised how many guitars we're talking about. That have that sort of body shape. Yeah, it's have a, like a, a like new retro. Off, I'd say an offset style body shape yeah, yeah, rather yeah. than definitely, a, an definitely. S or a T or an LP. Style Are we body saying shape? that the Albert Lee is not going to make it through to the next part of the discussion? I think despite there's... being a I cool th- little I think guitar. So. I mean, I know that obviously the um, the Valentine won last year, but I think it's it's, it's very different. It's sub and si- well, Sterling. I, what I just yeah. what I mean is just signature guitars. They just need to be. They need to be so good yeah. to be. Uh, to make it through to the, the later actually, rounds because most of the time they're so specific for an artist's I thing. mean, this is the thing. That James Valentine is like, as we've said before, is the ultimate in like non-specific sounding guitar. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. a bit of everything. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely, definitely. So um, let's move on to uh, the Chapman ML3 Pro Traditional Semi-Hollow. Um, so this, I think, was a kind of not really a limited run, but they're only like it's, doing it in one colour. It's a guitar centre special, isn't right. it? Right. Okay. Oh, yeah. You're, yeah, it, so I exactly. think it started as, uh, and I think maybe it still is for the time being, a guitar centre exclusive. On the site, it does say designed with guitar centre. Yeah. Um, I think there was potentially also some... I don't know if there was some um, end user voting on this as well. Um, obviously, that's what they usually do with a lot of their um, things. I was trying to get onto the Guitar Centre website from you the UK, can't. but you, you can't. can't from the GDPR. UK no, yeah. because of GDPR. Um, but obviously, you can see everything on the uh, Chapman Guitars website. I think it's a wicked guitar. I mean, I love the way I love the way they feel. I'm not a massive fan of the color. If I'm being perfectly I, honest, I think the color is. I, 
Yeah. But then again, you know, I've, I've got a, I've got to be a baritone in the office, and it just plays incredible. It plays amazing. The quality, again, is incredible. If we're talking about the quality that you're getting on Ormsby, it's a similar sort of thing. That sort of Korean-built world music style. Yep. Just you know, basically, it's not like a lot of factories where you go cool here's a guitar design can you make it and stick what you've got on it and then yeah. there's 50 other brands that are all doing the same thing it's like they actually pay attention to what they're doing and they're really checking it and really making amazing instruments and you've also got things like brass saddles which i think are amazing definitely definitely and i you know i think actually it comes back to what jay was just saying in that yeah build great spec great I've, I've, i haven't played one but i've watched the demo videos sound great matt you know we're quite familiar with how the, yeah. the chapman stuff plays in general um but for me if i saw this on the shelf i have to say the color would be an absolute deal breaker yeah. for me this, this is a, this is the I mean, problem this is, this is the problem with letting the public uh <laughs> be involved in the design process well, the of thing is, if, you, if you run down and, and this is always the things like especially with what me and jay do and you're looking at stuff that's coming out and you look at like you compare what i always call like paper specs you just look at it yeah without looking at the actual guitar and you read down you're like hip shot um locking gear tuners yep great um you know glow in the dark side dots Fantastic. roasted maple neck oh lovely set through neck profile Ooh. 22 oh. fret you know yep. i mean you don't need past 12 but whatever <laughs> uh <laughs> you know um maple top i mean not to everyone's taste P- p90s like you're just like this sounds like a wicked guitar, and then, and then just, you look at it. I just like the color. I just think it's for me. And I, again, I guess we're always we're always on gear that you're going to talk about how we feel about guitars from a personal point of view, rather than yeah. I mean, that's the caveat to all of this podcast is you know someone else might absolutely love that finish, totally. and it's the and greatest I, I guitar they've ever seen. If, we played that specific one, we'd all be like, this is probably one of the best playing guitars this year. Comple- completely. And I, I think I just, it's... I this, would just like this it. This style of finish is just not... Fr- it's the same reason why we we don't pay as much mind to PRS guitars as we should. Because the, the finishes are just never what but, we want. I mean, having said that, you know, the cl- when I saw this, the thing that actually came to mind was the PRS Zach Myers SE, yeah. which... I actually really like and it's you know it's going to kind of evoke a similar thing because uh you know it's uh, it's got that f hole it's got that kind of semi hollow yeah, i guess what know. we should we should mention um that there is and i don't know whether um i wasn't involved in the original email with when that whenever we're getting everything submitted but there is also an ml3 pro uh, modern modern semi hollow so that we're talking about the traditional semi hollow yeah. which is the 2p91 and i'm just thinking uh, there is also the modern semi-hollow, which is whoa, dual humbucker. Whoa, whoa. I, I would say we surely we should be considering the the traditional. For me, this is exactly what I want Chapman guitars to do: to make something more traditional, to stop being so. Modern. Again, we're talking about this this modern, like pushing like modern bands. You look at the modern with the two humbuckers, and it comes in this obsidian burst, and I'm like. That looks like a way better guitar. Straight. That looks like a guitar, a custom guitar you would build on a guitar building website and go, that's yeah. wicked. Yeah, I I think that looks better. Um, for me personally, it still doesn't. Just the look of it doesn't kind of uh, click yeah. with what I'm after. Yeah, I would have liked to seen some solid colours. I'm just putting it out there. I would have liked to seen. But also, for some reason, I just don't like black sunburst flame maple tops. Like, I, just, I, just I just never can't have. get on with flame. I can't. Ever. I can't. But get on again, with you know, coming stuff. back to that, um, it's just so the, showy offy. I just the, the PRS Zach Myers. I really like. I, but again, for me, it's it's too it's too it's too flashy. 
Yeah, yeah I guess I, 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 it doesn't matter what the brand is. It doesn't like there's there's a load of fenders that are that are um, flame equals flame, dentist. And I just flame I equals just, that'd be I a great t-shirt. I, 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 like I just think that. You look at if you compare two Les Pauls, for example, and one's got a flame maple cap and one's got a, a plain. plain top. I just I think the plain tops always look better. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. guess the, the 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 thing with flame is it's always just yeah, it's 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 too personal and they vary so much yeah. as well. Um, I mean, it's a great guitar. I think yeah, personally, I I like I said I prefer actually the modern with the two humbuckers, but. I think the black. I, I agree. With the I agree. I agree with Matt. I think that the modern with the two humbuckers looks better than the. I am, um, uh, but I think I personally. I mean, and you know, we we know that all the guys at Chapman. I still think the best guitar they make is that beer baritone. Beer, yeah, totally. totally. Um, and and that's almost what I'm thinking now. Is I'm like, I hate to say, um, you know, oh, I hate the color and this that because it's a great guitar and they make obviously amazing guitars. But that beer baritone again is that guitar that straddles the line between modern traditional does a bit of everything and it's a signature guitar that doesn't feel really specific yeah exactly no, it's not but too it's, flashy yeah, yeah, yeah exactly but it came out last year and we've already talked about it and, and it did it did well last year it got to it was in the top five of guitars yeah, i think yeah yeah i think so i and think I said, so. I've, I've no i got mm, one so maybe it was just outside the top five because we said because it was a baritone there wasn't enough kind of reach across everyone but right, okay. uh, do you know what i mean the thing that this instantly reminded off is that it reminded me of sorry is that PRS Zach Myers and I'm just comparing some photos now they're both flame tops but just the even compared to the uh, ML3 Pro Modern semi-hollow the black one mm. I still you know if I had that kind of money and I was thinking right I want a rock guitar that's semi-hollow I would probably default to the PRS because I think it just looks better and I know that they're going to have a, you know similar um build quality because they're built in you know in a similar way um yes I would personally think that um although it's a, a cracking guitar and the one they submitted is the is the honey burst the one traditional one yeah i personally think we can't put it through how does everyone feel uh yeah, i mean you. the thing I is i think it's the closest they've come to doing something that i like but yes i uh, <laughs> <laughs> well even I over the baritone well no that was cool that was cool i just you know i i'm I mean, always going to want something traditional no, like uh, but i i think i think they do some great stuff like the ghost threats i think are cool you know it's their take well, on if we spoke take about, on yeah the ghost threat did well didn't it, 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 did, it yeah, yeah. two years ago yeah but again I, I think we've got to compare it to we also have to dive into what else the brand offers because ultimately you kind of want a guitar that's always pushing the brand forward as well and i'm like i'm not sure that's necessarily true i just i think if they'd done the traditional semi-hollow in a more traditional color even if it had been a tobacco sunburst rather than this honey burst yeah i think it I, that would have appealed to us a bit sure more. and it's just the flame is just and i know that the flame is a uh is a feature that they have on a lot of their guitars you know that's one of the things that people really like about yeah. the and stuff i just think that it's it f- f- to my mind it kind of misses the point of what they're trying to do by well, making a, a t-style guitar do you know yeah. do you know what's it's funny is talking about flame tops the next guitar on the list well, just yeah. looking at some photos, I'm like, that actually, to me, looks so wicked. I want to talk about this, because this is one that was submitted, but unfortunately, I'm guessing none of us have had the time I've to, not. to I try. I have not. I actually really want to try one. Me too. So the guitar that we're talking about is the Schecter C1 SLS Elite. Um, and there's a few different options. The one I'm looking at is the Antique Fade Burst. Yeah. Um, so I think this... Pr- pr- you know, from the outset, this probably can't go through just because of timing. I don't think any of us had time to to try it, but I wanted to bring it up because it looks 
absolutely incredible. Dipped uh, flame. Yeah. Dipped flame burst. Yeah. But, I mean, the, this is a cool The way the specs finish. go up as well, because, I mean, you can, obviously, they're one of the only guitar companies to offer, like, Sustainiac. Yes. As well, which is really nice. The C1 FRS, which is the Floyd Rose with the um, Sustainiac. But just the standard Elite um, gives you, I think, the Fishman pickups as standard. Yeah. Is that yeah, right? that's right. So you've got, you know... What is effectively a three hundred pound set of pickups in the there as well? Yeah, yeah. fluence ones, yeah. which are great. You know, the real modern. They're like the they're like the new standard, the new go to for. Yeah, I mean, I've I've they. actually really wanted this. I mean, they, they actually like um, a bunch of sets for a wide range of players, not just metal players. But I think it's one of those things that offers a great range of sounds, being active but without doing too much to your guitar sound. Do you know what I mean? Usually, active pickups are very like that's the sound of it. Yeah, fluids have seemed to have a bit more about them in terms of dynamics and yeah. stuff. So, so, just looking on here, it's it says that the and this is I apologize if this is uh, a really dumb question, but the the bridge pickup says that it's a ceramic magnet and the neck pickup says that it's an Alnico magnet. Yep. So, what do EMGs have in them? Oh, do you know what? I actually don't know. Because I wonder if that's one of the reasons why you've got a bit more dynamics here in that well, you've got the two different styles of... Yeah, and don't forget, obviously, Fishman Fluence pickups are a magnet. that are, They're stacked circuit boards, so they effectively can program the output of the pickup. Right. So that's why, like, some of the offers they, they make... That, um, take, for example, the ones they do with Devon Townsend in his signature Warwick. Um, it goes between, like, a 59 Les Paul... And then, like, a much more modern active Les Paul. And then you can also get, like, a telly set. I think the Greg Cock ones do, like, a 50s telly sound, like a Blackguard telly. Uh-huh. And then a more modern, like, 60s telly. Because you can <laughs> basically, like... Pro- so, what, a 50-year-old guitar instead of a, a so 70-year-old guitar instead of an 80-year-old yeah, guitar. Yeah, exactly. Right, okay, nice and modern. Um, um, sorry, just quickly, <laughs> worth mentioning, um, 81s and 85s have the same setup. One is oh, right. okay. uh, Alnico and one right, is okay. yeah. Interesting. But it, okay. I think it's the way that those pickups are designed offer a lot more um, functionality. And again, this movement into something that's a little bit more modern for like a more modern player. Because I think guitar sounds have changed so much over the last like two or three years and what players actually want from like a metal guitar but then I think this probably offers you something that you you don't want uh, a Les Paul you're probably not a metal player but you want something that's relatively versatile I reckon this is I think it's styling as well you know we, yeah. we've talked about it more and more over the years but Schechter you know is not I would not if I didn't see the headstock I wouldn't have necessarily said that was no totally totally. and you think you know Schechter guitars probably five six years ago this would have had tribal flame all over it and be a Kerry King signature or something uh, I'm not sure about that because I, I think Schechter were one of the kind of um, front runners when it came to pushing the boundaries of what a metal guitar was even five six years ago but you I know s- you look at you look at stuff like the um the omen series like that yeah. it wasn't all super super metal it wasn't like gratuitously metal no i i think i'm being over uh i'm over egging it when i say that it would have had tribal flame on it but i always yeah. think that these guitars used to have a bit more you know they only used to come in black and flame yeah, red yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of the time yeah um, it's just it's just crazy spec wise what you're getting yeah on that absolutely you through know, neck as well we haven't mentioned that through, through neck which is a mixture of maple walnut and paduke multiply with carbon fiber um truss rods um you're then 25 and a half inch scale uh, stainless steel frets, which is really nice, 12 to 16. So it's a real player's guitar in terms of radius. And in terms of neck profile, it's probably the only thing that's going to put 
us offers players, but a lot of people want that kind of thin like, yeah, wizard, yeah, wizard style neck. neck. Ebony for, board. Yeah, Ebony board as well, amazing. Can I, can Two-way I just, truss rod. You know, again, all the player specs that you want. Um, just talking about the finish, uh, I think that is awful. Really? Yeah. Oh, I love one, it. The black like one it. or the antique the, T-burst? I don't really like either of the fades, but oh, I'm looking at the he's antique. looking at the antique T-burst. I'm looking yeah. at the antique fade antique fade I really like here. it oh, and it's like lovely. and you've got matching headstock as well so that yeah. also has oh. a fade on it I, I like I it I can't really I can't really I'm into it I'm into it I think ultimately we can't put it through because none of us have actually been able to try it yeah. just yeah. because of timing I, and stuff I do, I do like that it's it is um, Schecter doing something that still is very Schecter but is not that you know, as I say, it's not gratuitously metal. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Talk- Shall we talk about the winner of this year's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so next up, then, the last guitar on the list we need to talk about um, is one that I think re- received overwhelmingly positive feedback from Guitar Nerds uh, listeners, and we'll talk about that when we talk about the Listener's Choice Awards. Um, and one that really surprised me, because I, I have actually played this guitar and I did like it, but I didn't think many people had, which is why I was surprised it did so well in the Listener's Choice poll. Um, the Charvel DK24. Oh, the Pro Mod. The Pro DK24. Mod. So um, let's Christmas talk about can't these. come quick enough. <laughs> let's talk about these a little bit. So Charvel... Um, I think this was released at NAM, right? I think Summer it's the first NAM, time. Yeah. Summer NAM. Okay, fine. NAM. Um, and instantly on our radar because there is obviously like a, a shell pink. Uh, uh, satin. Sorry. Shell. Satin pink. shell pink. Um, this is basically a take on the, you know, the Charvel tradition of Super Strat. Um, Strat style bridge rather than a Floyd Rose and HSS configuration. Um, also, what they're calling caramelized maple neck. Oh. Um, oh. Which I'm guessing is a similar process to yeah. the kind of oh. roasting. Lumin lace side dots. Lumin lace side Seymour dots. Duncan pickups. You've got a Seymour Duncan full shred humbucker you know, in the bridge. It's the ultimate... For me, when I played it, I was like, I really hope this isn't just a shred guitar because I'm not a shredder at all. Yeah. And it's just like the ultimate player's guitar. And like yeah. I said, when I played it, I was like... This is a this it, is a guitar it gives for a everyone. Serious, it gives the Valentine a serious run for money. And that's the basically the only guitar I've played for like... The two years. <laughs> the neck is incredible. The pickups are very versatile. They yeah, can do everything. It doesn't from sound to... like a rock guitar. It like an overly rock guitar. It doesn't sound like a metal guitar. The pickup configurations are amazing, um, and it's the right price. Yeah, and the neck's not too thin. That's what we're just the same with the Schecter. Yeah. twelve to sixteen compound radius fingerboard, and they haven't gone. Well, let's stick a like super skinny neck on it. Let's put a super chunky neck on it, and it will just feel really. For my, well, for me especially, it feels really comfortable. And like I said, it's the only guitar... I don't know. Like someone said to me, oh, you must have owned loads of guitars before someone I worked with. And I was like, I've owned less... I've owned more pedals and amps than I've owned... I've owned more amps than I've probably owned guitars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I tend to find a guitar and then just stick with it. And I haven't played anything that's really played better than the the the, the James Valentine. I played this and I was like, oh my God. It's, the neck just feels incredible. The sound's incredible. And do you know what? It's the first guitar I've played with a trem that I'm like, I'd leave the trem arm in and I'd actually use the trem. Yeah, definitely. Well, because it's not a super sensitive, you know... Floyd or, exactly. you know, or it's not a vintage trem that's like, if I move this, it's going to go... Out of tune, out yeah. Out of tune, you know. It, it's... It, really is, it really is an amazing guitar. As someone who isn't into shreddy stuff in the slightest, you know, that's kind of what you would have expected and this to be. Do you know and what? it just isn't. It's just, a, yes, phenomenal. What blows my mind is... There's two colours, right? And two colours you just wouldn't have thought would have been the first choice of colours that it's you would have like gone for. It's almost like we picked them. 
I mean, Satin Shell Pink, and the other one is um, Primer Grey. Primer Grey, which I'm not, I'm not really into, but there's obviously been a huge uh, run of guitars out there that have come in sort of those sort of colours or very plain colours. There's a lot of signature guitars from Ibanez that have come in those sort of. Um, I guess maybe the Guthrie guitar kind of started that, just yep. like, just like it's all about the way yeah. the guitar plays rather than the way it looks. I mean, and then they made it in pink, so they've just well, gone well. And, and I think I think this this goes even further than what we were just talking about with the Schecter, in that this is kind of a heavy metal, like a you know what you would traditionally consider a heavy metal guitar, yeah. but for people who don't want it yeah. to be black and don't want it to scream. Well, I mean, this is the bloody thing. murder. At you. It's it, you know, this is the ultimate eighties guitar that's yeah. in a modern that's modern day. Yeah. That's just like for the players, like I want something. I want something that plays and sounds like that. I just I'm not that kind of player necessarily, and I, or I want something different that suits with the rest of the guitars I got. Yeah. And they basically built a guitar for me. So and, yeah, thanks and very much, Jay. If that totally. was all your and, suggestion, and honestly, pink like pink is just the best color for guitar. Pink is just the best color. But for you guitar. know, do you know what? It, I, I was because I didn't know. I don't think I. I think I saw this on Facebook before I actually saw it at the Summer Nam booth because when I was at Summer Nam and checked it out, it was like amazing. And I'm so glad it wasn't that really like weak shell pink. Do you remember Gibson did the the like the 70s like? Oh yeah, not good. It was really they they tried to do something before like seven or eight years ago, and it's like just didn't. This actually looks like a proper shell pink, and yeah, it's just. The neck feels amazing. It's got you know the frets feel really nice. The pickups aren't too over the top. The 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 actual way that the pots feel feel really nice. So when I when you I couldn't first... have, you couldn't expect a better guitar. I think for the money. And I mean, what are they in UK stores? They eight, are eight nine eight, nine. nine, nine. nine. Yeah. Um, just I want to throw something in here because it came up in this discussion. Um, Ibanez released very similar guitars. The same to this guitar this for twice the price. Well, I, I want to put it finish. on the list because I want to talk about it. So uh, the AZ2402, um, which is the one that I picked up here, which uh, retails in the UK. Let's have a quick look. 1499. 1499. And people talked about this in the Facebook group about we should include these. And also as part of this launch, there was also the Tom Quayle signature as well. That's what I was referring to, this kind of run of... And we hadn't put them on the list because I think they'd kind of fallen off our radar a little bit because they were released at um, Winternam, so quite a fair time ago. What I want to say is that they're a very similar guitar, but there is quite a price disparity between that and the Charvel. So I think if we're going to push something forward for this, the Charvel is going to be the guitar for the kind of like super strat style guitar yeah, that goes, goes through. So I wanted to just give the Ibanez a quick shout out just so people didn't think that we'd... Well, I mean, we had basically forgotten them, but talking <laughs> through this discussion made me think we should talk about them quickly. But um, I'm going to not include them in the ones that yeah. go through. So I think we've talked about all the guitars that were nominated, uh, either by people on the Facebook group or uh, on... We had some, you know, just general feedback and also obviously manufacturers and things that were released at NAMM. Um, so we're down to a shorter list. How are we down gonna, to ten. We've narrowed we gonna, it down to ten. So are we gonna are we gonna do quick fire cut or are we all gonna suggest one to put through or I think we talk about each one and then we say 
does this belong on this list? I think that's the only way to do it. I'm just going to shuffle them around in the spreadsheet to make this a little bit easier. Um, and then we can go through them. Um, sorry, this is me just moving things around in the spreadsheet. This is completely unnecessary. No, I think it just makes things, no, make things a lot No, it's making a little clearer. easier. It makes things People really, like really quality radio as well. Great so, radio. Well, just I, I mean, some... so we're down to 10, so we've got to find five. I'm just actually we're down looking to at... nine, actually, oh, I believe. I'm just, I'm just trying to think of my top five i've got a top three okay you guys just formulate that while i just tidy this up a bit have i got so, a top three there's a couple i would cut personally there's a couple I would keep. Well, let, let's go through and if we can get a consensus on things that we're going to cut we should cut them so okay. guild jetstar does it make the top five this year no no it's an absolutely fantastic instrument for a wonderful price and if you're looking for something pawn shoppy that's a little bit different it's yeah. it's an I think, absolute must but i do agree that i think the our top five should be things that are breaking the molds this is just a really cool guitar yeah. not necessarily is, breaking the mold I this don't is think, something but. that ryan ryan from 60 cycle hum would play and for that reason i'm oh. out <laughs> <laughs> I, and I, as i said to you earlier i'd much rather have the supra over the the guild I okay think. so i mean let's take the guild out of this then what we're we saying supra david bowie doesn't make the top five guitars released this year um for me, it does. I okay. think, and even though because it's limited, um, for me it does because I'm looking at a couple other ones that I would rather cut. But then again, there's two signatures, well, three signature guitars here if you look at it. Yeah, one I'm sort of not counting as a signature, um, although it really is, I guess. What the Les Paul? Yeah, the Les Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I even thought about it. Um, would I? I'm, I'm kind of debating. If I was going to pick between the the David Bowie and the Malcolm Young are the two that I'm sort of like, yep. is it one or the other? Is it Okay, let's do it another way then. Is there something on this list that we all feel doesn't belong on this list right now? Oh, yeah. Um, if you, okay, if you're, going to pick, <laughs> if you're going to pick one to knock off, Matt, what are you saying? <sighs> I, I, do you know what? I'm tempted to say the double cut. Ooh. What? No, I think you're mad, man. What are you talking about? I think you're bonkers. bonkers. Honestly, you take two weeks off the podcast <laughs> and you come back with this absolute waffle. What happened to you in Germany? Um, I just, I don't know. No, it doesn't interest me. But then it's... I think Matt's been replaced rubbish. by absolute a Warwick uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Employee. Yeah, there's no Framus on this list. Weird. <laughs> 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 um, and I, I, it's, it's just, is it... Are they gonna? Are we gonna say the same thing in 2020 and be like? Well, so basically, yes, I think, yeah, it's a massive input. I think we we surely are gonna lose the GNL Jazzmaster before anything no, else. That's staying on the list for the moment. It's a 500 pound Jazzmaster with a strap bridge. Yeah, it's staying on the list for the moment. When you consider the new American equivalent is twice the price, I think. Yeah, but then if, okay, look, let's let's go this let's go this the other way. Let's talk about what what are our top threes. Let's just let's run round. What's a see. lock? What's a lock? That's what we need to shoot. Oh, it's got to be the Gibson. Charvel. The Gibson's a lock. For for me, for me, the th- the three locks for me are the player strat. Weird that. <laughs> the Charvel. Weird that. And the Les Paul. I thought you were going to say the Malcolm Young. Yeah, and the Malcolm Young. I have exactly the same locks as Jay. Oh, the okay. The player strat, the, the the double cut Les Paul, and uh, what did where was it? And the and, and the, 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 well, the Do you know what the, the funny thing for me is? I'd have to pick the three guitars I would actually buy, and it would be the Charvel, the Squire, and the Silver Sky. 
Right, I think... Matt, what is happening? <laughs> I think Charvel has to be a lock because we've all... Because uh, that would have been one of mine as well. Yeah, I think yeah. that needs to be yeah, one. We've yeah, all said, enough. definitely. I'm going to colour that in a light green. I like that you um, inform our listeners of what you're doing on a spreadsheet, I like, you like, know, real time. Paint a we picture. Should, really, what we should have done here is... Screen capture. We should have screen captured the whole thing and just, just put it all <laughs> out as a video. Well, and, and then not actually put anything over the top, just screen capture. <laughs> just, some, just some tones. Joe underneath. just writes things like box of dongs in like a weird <laughs> cell and it's just like really off-putting. I don't think we should capture that. So Charvel 24, DK24, we're saying is a lock for the top five. Do we feel that in any way the David Bowie can be a lock for the top five? I I don't think so. I don't believe you can lose it before you lose the Malcolm Young. Yeah, I would play the the Bowie over the Malcolm Young. I think Malcolm Young's got to be the next one to go. For me, those two are the next two. Let's take Malcolm Young off for now. Um, Let me uh, do some magic. Um... And um, oh, he pushed the letter C instead of <laughs> oh, no, I pressed, C. I pressed, I pressed the wrong one by accident. Um, so, is there anything on here? So we've got left. It... We've got left the Charvel, the Squire, the GNL, the PRS, the Gibson, the Fender, and the Supro. So we've got seven in total, including the Charvel. So we need to lose two things from this list. I, if you had to lose one of them, what would it be? The PRS. Oh, oh that's, that's I see an opportunity punch. here, maybe, and I agree with Jay Cross. Or maybe, or maybe, or maybe the Supro. Okay, the, the Supro and the PRS are the two the, now. The PRS, absolutely, absolutely. I see an opportunity here, and I'm going to roll with it. <laughs> I, I've changed my mind on tactical voting. Right, uh, I would. Like, you love it now. I absolutely. <laughs> I tell you what, Silver Sky, best guitar I've ever played. Right. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes, Jay. Right, Matt. If you were to lose one off this list, what would it be? Uh, I know. I, no, I would use. I, would I know lose... you said the Gibson, but I think in reality, no, no, no. I, I just looking at it, I would lose the GNL because I would rather have the Squire over the GNL. I think that's a. I think that's a good shot. I, I've not tried the Dahini, so I, it's it's really difficult. I think they look. I've tried great. a lot of GNL recently, yeah. and they're great guitars. But then I I don't know. I think the Squire caters for a better I, audience. I, yeah, I agree. I agree. If it was me, and I'm throwing this out there, I would lose the David Bowie because. I think that is quite a lot of money for what you're getting. As Joe pointed out, you know, there's also, you know, you can get great guitars from Airline, which do basically the same job. They don't have the Bowie factor, obviously, but they're doing basically the same job for a lot of money. We need to cut two. I know. I realise we're talking one at a time here, but is it easier for us just to cut two? Is it easier to cut the Supro and the GNL at the same time? But that means the Silver Sky is still on this list. I think the Silver Sky. I think the Silver Sky. I I think it should be on the list as well. if for no other reason than to get Joe rolled up. Do you know what? I, I, the, uh, I would love Joe to actually meet John Mayer and then, then become the best of friends. Oh, uh, they absolutely <laughs> would. They've got, the, they've got so much in common. Yeah, both weird sex perverts. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's a bit harsh from John Mayer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's just sexy. Um, if sexy it was man. me, okay, I'm throwing it out there. I would cut the David Bowie and I'd cut the, cut the Squire Contemporary Active Jazz. Oh, oh, no, I don't think so. Oh, well, no, I, 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 I would complete... agree on the Supro, but I yeah. couldn't agree. Let's, I think the, the GNL Jazz Master's out for me. We're as saying, I think it is you. We're saying you. goodbye to Supro, I think. Yeah, I yeah. think we can all agree that that doesn't I, make the. I'm, Mark's going to keep pushing for that GNL, but I think there's a three no, on one. Yeah, there's a three on one here, Mark. I can't be beaten. The Dahini is going. I just, I wanted to fight his corner because you know I think they were way earlier to the punch than Fender were with you know let's do a kind of mid-price jazz master yeah. v- vintage style what but, by six months but well, they both came out this year <laughs> sure sure no because these were like in January I think and then yeah. the 
the Fender one came out well, like last week. Basically. Well, yeah, but there was all, there's all, there is the um, the player Jazz Masters, which you know, granted, are a, they're a slightly different spec. You know, they are is um, is humbuckers but rather than it's, but the Shonky Bridge, which is the thing I don't like about Jazz Masters, is that they've got true, the traditional yeah. bridge. But then again, if you, if you look at a lot of the criticism of the American performer Jazz Master, is people saying. Where's the bridge gone? What's, yeah, what's that trim? We don't like the people. I hate the well, people. Yeah. I mean, I've got fully contempt of them. So, um, so that leaves us with five things. We have got oh. the Charvel DK24. We've got the Fender Player Strat. Got the Gibson 2019 Les Paul Double Cut Junior. PRS Silver Sky and the Squire Contemporary Active Jazz Master. Well, I think one thing is for certain. We can all agree that the uh, the guitar that needs to go through top is the PRS Silver Sky. Sky. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. If this, is, no, this isn't right. This isn't right. 100%. Um, I mean, ha- there ha- is a clear winner for me, but I'm sure that's... If you had to pick a number one right now... This has now, been the most decided, I think, and the most clear-cut yeah. we've ever been on a so this is Basically, people aren't getting value for money on this because they well, want to see us mud I mean, wrestle, it, basically. It is, it's difficult. Like, obviously, the mud wrestling is going to be for I, position yeah. five, I tell I th- you. Yeah. I think that the DK24 has been... Nobody had any criticism for it. I think DK, for, but for me, the, personally, I think the player strat is the is the best guitar. Okay, well, I'm throwing it out there now. What we're going to do is say our top three. Okay, and then anything that doesn't make anyone's top three is out. Goes okay. into okay. the fifth position. Not are we, out. Are we doing it in order of one, two, three, or just no, no, no? Three? Just name like your three that you think should be at the okay. top. J Cross, uh, Charvel, Fender, Gibson, exactly the same. Uh, no, I'm going to say the Charvel. Oh, why don't you just pick the <laughs> flipping Supro David Bowie? <laughs> I'm going to say the Charvel, the Silver Sky and the Squire. Oh, Matt, that's like so out of whack. <laughs> it basically makes it impossible because I'm going to basically pick the same three as you guys. I think DK24, Fender Player Strat and the 29... Les Paul, uh, sorry, uh, 2019 Les Paul Double Okay, well, in that case, we then take the two that only got one vote each and... Where what do you, I mean? Obviously, okay, Joe well then, the Squire. What do you, Matt? What do you prefer out so of the Squire and the PRS? So, so the Silver Sky and the Squire. We're saying a four and five. I yeah, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So what do you? What do you? What do, we know? What Joe thinks. So out of the three of us, what do you prefer? I, I would have said Squire five, PRS four. I think the same. I see. I would go the other way around, <laughs> and I would go the other way around. Of course, of course Dead luck. Would. Yeah. Dead luck. I just okay. Well, then we've just, got we've got something to argue in, about. In fact, actually, I'm looking at the list right now, and I would say that is the top five in that order. So the order they're sitting in right now yeah. is DK24, Fender Player Strat, Gibson 2019 Les Paul Double Cut Junior, PRS Silver Sky, well, 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 and Contemporary Active Jazz Master. But me and Jay disagree with that order of those last two, and and I think for no, you agree, but you disagree with us. Yeah, agree with the order. Oh yeah, of the we last agree two. with the Sorry. order. Sorry, yes, yeah. You, you two. Oh no, no, we disagree with the last two. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. what we need to work out, basically. Yeah, fine. So, so, so the, I want to hear your argument, Joe Branton, for the why the squire should be over the silver sky. Apart from you don't like John Mayer. No, it's got nothing to do. With <laughs> nothing. And nothing to do with John can Mayer. You just fade him the out? squire. T- <laughs> Absolutely can't do that. <laughs> the squire contemporary active jazz master offers something for everyone. It's at a right price point. It's an original color. It's offering something different and unique to the market, as opposed to something that's very, very similar to a to uh, a Fender. Um, Strat, like it's it's two grand for the uh for the what's his name, John, John Mayer. Mayer. Yeah, it's it's two <laughs> grand for the John Mayer PRS, 
and for for like 500 quid more than that you could get a custom shop fender strat that does the same you thing you, you could for 500 quid more did you say yeah well yeah, are they yeah. 2799 like that. oh okay yeah. maybe but then again you are that's no, the no, way the I was mayors like, are like 2199 no 2299 so okay. yeah, yeah that's what i'm thinking so most so joe's saying for an extra 500 quid you could get custom shop. yeah but yeah, i mean that's exactly. when you think about it in a you know percentage they're actually you can get a silver sky right now for 2099 yeah and actually i was thinking that really way you've got to look at it is it's a custom shop Fender built by PRS. It's not a custom shop Fender. Built it's a factory-made PRS for a massive chunk of money, and they've slapped John Mayer's name on it. It's less than a normal PRS, though. It's it's a flipping modular guitar. It's a bolt-on no, strap. No, it's not. Are they are they bolt-on? They are bolt-on. They are yeah. bolt-on. Right. Okay. It's just a strap with a with a rubbish headstock. Like there's no. The thing oh, is, easy. Sort of the headstock's the headstock cool. The headstock's cool. Taking taking sort of John Mayer uh, out of this, if this guitar was just released like this, we wouldn't even be talking. Well, about I don't know. It. I think uh, because it's just a it's just a strap right. by PRS. I would say if you had to, if you played both. Would you honestly say that the Squire played better than the PRS? No, that's not how this works. No, 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 no. Because because it's there are too many factors involved. Yeah. You, you're totally right. The John Mayer would play better than the Squire, but you could also buy. I mean, seven yeah, but then again, we're looking at the, Char- the price of But the... we're looking at the Charvel versus the PRS, and I'd say the Charvel plays better than the PRS. We're not looking at them versus each other. We're deciding which one was more important to this year's I think well, releases. I think that's a really good yeah, point. Yeah, and I think the PRS not... is probably more important I than I agree. And if that is something we take into account, I think... Okay. The... What, what's, what makes it more important, though? The, the name attached to it or the instrument itself? Massive impact, you know, think, just I, in terms I, I, of I, I, I think, general I, buzz. I think... You know, we've argued this before. We, we argued this when the Ed Sheeran came out and when the Taylor Swift came out. The name... It can equally be as important. It's, to, I mean, you've got to think of what Ed Sheeran's done for, like Loopers, for example. He's, made, he's opened the musical not, doors well, to even, a lot of people, and I think that's that. what. Not even just that, just guitars in general. Yeah, you know, yeah. take Ed, and I know that people get bored of hearing us talk about this, but like Ed Sheeran and Taylor Swift made guitar playing, or you know, albeit acoustic guitar playing, which is yeah. you know, but guitar playing cool for a generation of yeah. people who didn't have. A guitar hero. Yeah, and the, yeah, exactly the same for John Mayer, I guess. I, you know, I, you go I, to a John Mayer gig and it's not, it's like there's a, a specific audience at a Joe Bonamassa gig, I would yeah, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. versus a John Mayer gig, which yeah. is a real mix of people. Yeah, and yeah, I, I think, think again, I, I just, just think at the end of the day, you know, PRS Silver Sky, when it came out, it was a big deal. Yeah, it was, yeah. And, you know, the guitar isn't particularly to my taste, but I can understand why they've done it. I can understand why people like it. With the Squire, people like it because of the name. They don't like the guitar. They I, like don't think that's, I don't think that's true. I think either. if you took the name off and gave it to people, I think people would enjoy it. I yeah. think people would still make the same jokes. They'd still be like, "Well, this is PRS just, just strat, making a strat." Like, yeah. you know, what's the difference? But that, you know, that's fine. It, I'm happy to sort of take a back seat on this because I've kind of, you know, Jay's won. Jay's got a vested interest <laughs> in the I've Squire. Got, I don't have a, it's not that I have a vested interest, but like there was. There was some criticism levied last year at me. Saying, I mean, three of these guitars in the top well, five exactly, are FMIC products, but... products. So it's like, so I'm happy to sort of take a back seat on this. And I can see, I can see both aspects. Me, I would buy the Squire. I wouldn't buy the John Mayer, but it's. I'd uh, buy both. There we go. <laughs> I, d- I just think you know the Squire. Yes, it's a cool guitar, but effectively, you know, it's just a Squire standard. Jazzmaster that they've been doing so, for a while with okay. some fresh pickups and a fresh colour. But but what is it that's good about the John Mayer? 
Um, I think that it's a, first. It's a very well built guitar. I think the uh-huh. price is great considering what it could have been when you right. consider things like the modern Eagle and at I like think they, seven grand or whatever. There's it a lot of R and D in. I think there's a lot. I think you know on one level there's a lot more research. It's not like they've just gone. Let's just copy a guitar you've already got. They've focused time on the way it sounds and the way it feels. So we could equally swap this out then for the Schecter Nick Johnston. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what that if, is. If it, yeah. is. the Schecter Strat. Yeah, which we, we could have. And uh, sure, but I mean the fact that none of us at the table know what that is. Well, says I do, to me that, but we did, didn't come out this year. Uh, it, actually, they did release a new model for this year. Yeah, but but did it have the same impact as the Silver Sky? Absolutely are not. We talking about so so are we now judging Gear of the Year based on marketing techniques? No, no, not at all. It's but we have often come down to yeah, that. It has often come down cons- to that. Yeah. And you know, um, the, effectively, the Ed Sheeran is just uh, one of those Martin and, mini guitars with his logo branded in it. But we all said the impact that this guitar had means that it deserves to be considered higher than it would be I mean, if it was one place. Just, At the end I tell of the you day, what, this Schecter Nick Johnson is great. Yeah, they're great. They're great <laughs> guitars. Wicked. Then again, well, I think if it was in the list, we'd still be going. It would probably be like that and the Charvel, and I'd be like, I'd still think the Charvel's the the best guitar to come out this year. How do we feel? Can you compromise, Joe? You've basically got the guitars that you wanted in this list, apart from the Silver Sky. But I think the argument is strong enough that the Squire, yes, fantastic, but it's still m- more of a kind of low-key release it's, than the Silver one, Sky. It's one position. Yeah, I think it, I think we should, if we're happy with this five, I'm I'm totally happy with this five. Yeah, yeah, Matty, I'm, I'm I'm the same. Yeah, Joe Branton, I, I am although, outvoted. Although <laughs> although I would still put forward an argument that the player strat should be above the DK. I, I, I do, I kind of see that. Interesting that we never had, the, the, the fight didn't occur with those top three at all. Well, I just, I, I, well, I think... I'm, that's what I'm trying to do now. Yeah, no, but but I, think the, I think the Charvel is a more... Again, I think it's doing more for guitar. I see. Than, I totally disagree. Because I totally because you could with the Charvel, we're talking about a nine hundred pound Mexican-made guitar. Yeah, sure. But I mean, how it's much expensive. is how much is a player strat? Five hundred quid. Yeah, five hundred fifty quid. Fine. You uh, can pay six fifty for an American-made Les Paul double cut. Yeah, but I, that's yeah, absolutely. But we're not talking strictly about price here. Like you were the one that brought price into it. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I, I just think I think that the the one of the things that should be taken into account is like the the impact at the price point you know i i i think that the dk is a great really mm. great to, i absolutely love it i think it's fantastic but what that strat brings and you know i'm arguing here about strat which is something that i don't i don't care about strats i like tellies but, but the impact that that strat has got you know you've got that two point trim on a guitar at that price point you've mm. got Upgraded the, the pickups that they've upgraded to from the old ceramics. Sounds so do, do you know much what? I, I guess I would look at it if someone said, "I've I want to buy a cool guitar for under a grand." DK twenty four, mate, and pink. I, and, and but someone, but but, 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 so but someone likes they want a Strat style guitar and they want something that plays good. It's got good hardware. I'm like, you know what? All right, you took into the factory. Guitar. It's a that's it's a super strat. It's yeah, but you can yeah, but you can tap the 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 bridge one and have and have three yeah, single yeah, coils. Yeah, you all know that yeah. doesn't work. It does. It, it sounds does. great. It sounds good. It sounds it, good. That's the difference between call tapping and call splitting. Well, and some the, pickers see, pickups the, don't work. This is the thing right. that you missed out on last week is the talk about, and we're not going to go into it now. But the 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 double tap, the new pickups that are in yeah. the American performers, yeah, is a mixture of. Tapping and splitting, yeah, and yeah. it's just it's fantastic. But we're not talking about well, that. The, the, I, I mean, I, I'm just literally 
for these two, for me personally, it's the one that I preferred. And I have played both of these and the DK24. I absolutely preferred it. I think it's just yeah. a better guitar. I'm, I'm not going to... I'm not going to... I think that top five is... I think that's yeah, a the, great... The Fender Player Strat has meant that people getting their first proper guitar now have the opportunity to get something that sounds great, feels great to play, and comes in fantastic colours. And for that reason, it's, it's very important. But the DK24, we are guitar nerds. And this is an absolute nerd's guitar. I think it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, what I will say about the Fender Strat, my argument is that they are so much better than the old standards, Mexican oh, it's standards. Just, it's just yeah. night and day. So uh, I think it totally deserves to be at number two, but personal preference, I just think it's so cool, DK Does it actually replace them, the Mexican standards? Yeah. Yeah. Mexican standards. yeah. Right, stand, okay, yeah. Standards are disc on, and they're now, it's now the player. Yeah. And it's just... I, 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 that's fine. I'm not going to... You know, I, I, I respect democracy, uh, unlike some people. Uh, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let it. I'm gonna go with the go with the group. It's fine. So we are saying that the best guitars of 2018. And number five, we've got the Squire Contemporary Active Jazzmaster. Number four, the PRS Silver Sky. Uh, at three, the Gibson 2019 Les Paul Double Cut Junior. The uh, two, the Fender Player Stratocaster. And at number one, the Charvel DK24. Who would have thought that? I think probably probably me. If I, I, tried it, I said it at the start. I think literally we... <laughs> everybody thought that, that <laughs> it was going to be the DJ. Also, I'm just thinking, uh, you know, a few days ahead, the uh, the final is going to get pretty tasty with those two in there, plus all the other stuff that we're going to talk about this week. Friday's podcast is going to be pretty special. I think. So the DK24 and the Fender Player Strat in the final. Yeah, exactly that. Top two go through. They will be joining the winners of the best stomp box, best multi-effects, best amp, best bass thing, best other thing uh, in the final. And we will see what wins on Friday. That was felt quite harmonious. I think we all... It's early, it's early it's, days, it's, yeah. We're, oh no, we're, we're not you tired. Know, how far is this? An hour and a half in? Uh, this is an hour and 35 minutes. I That's haven't fine. started drinking yet. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. We're going to break out the Bloody Mary soon. Oh, blimey. Right, uh, we'll see you tomorrow. We're going to tackle effects tomorrow. So we're doing best stomp box and best multi-effects. I think that is going to be well juicy. Spicy. Spicy like and juicy. like my Tasty. Blo- yeah, and tasty like Bloody Mary's. I think you're really onto something here, Mark. <laughs> Let's get some Bloody Mary's. See you tomorrow. Farewell. <laughs> Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.